Welcome to the Optimal You podcast. This is pharmacist Steve Ersfeld. Grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy the show. Episode 8 is an interview with Josh Cowder. Josh is the Vice President and Strategy Officer of Nutridyne. Uh, Nutridyne is uh, the premier line that we carry at our pharmacy. And uh, what we do is we talk a little bit about the history of Nutridyne. They're a Minnesota-based company and very family-oriented. Uh, fourth generation is, is where they're at with that. Um, then we dive into some quality questions, third-party testing, and then wrap it up with a state of the state um, of the supplement industry. So buckle up, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Episode 8 of the Ersfeld Pharmacy Optimal You podcast. I'm your host, pharmacist Steve Ersfeld. The Optimal You podcast typically features local providers of healthcare. But today we're going to take a sidetrack from that theme. And as a guest, we have Josh Cowder, Vice President and Strategy Officer at Nutridyne, a Minnesota-based supplement company. Before we start our visit with Josh, I need to let the listeners know that this podcast provides general information and a discussion about health and health-related subjects. The information provided in this podcast is not intended and should not be construed as medical advice, nor is the information a substitute for professional medical ex expertise or treatment. So I'm going to give you a little background on our guest, Josh Cowder, uh, over golf yesterday, which got a little lively towards the end as the storm kind of rolled through. Uh, we figured that we've been working together for almost 11 years. And as noted, he is a vice president and strategy officer of Nutridyne. Uh, Josh is responsible for many aspects of Nutridyne, but finds time in his busy schedule to have North Dakota as his sales territory. And he heads up the Great Plains Conference in Bismarck every year, which we're very thankful, uh, where he brings in speakers to educate practitioners in their surrounding region. So thank you, Josh, for joining the podcast today. And that was a little bit of a brief bio, so I'm going to have you kind of fill in where you're at in your journey in the healthcare industry and how, how you got here and, and where we're going. Well, thank you for having me. It's uh, it's a joy. Love working with you. Your whole, uh, the entire ph uh, pharmacy, all the staff, uh, is, uh, it is absolutely a delight. <clears throat> As for background, you, you mentioned it a little bit. Um, Nutrine is a family business. We started in 1973. Um, there are four generations now of family that from the beginning to where we are now, I'm part of that third generation, uh, that uh, handles you know, many different responsibilities in the company. And so from 1973 forward, it has been our desire and our passion to help people, to do whatever we can to provide solutions to, to, to ailments, to providing proper nutrients, to help people just be healthy. And uh, so, again, that's been our kind of family uh, desire and goal. And, uh, again, it is absolutely a passion. We love it. So I, I know <laughs> um, based on your background, you didn't start in this industry. You were, what, what did you do? Was it gas? Yeah. So I worked uh, at Cargill. So I worked on the electricity and natural gas trading desk. I've had all kinds of different uh, jobs and responsibilities years before that. Yeah. Um, but, um, the, the family kept calling <laughs> uh -huh. 
And uh, so, yeah, so uh, yeah, absolutely enjoy that. Uh, enjoy this yeah. past activities. Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned that you're a Minnesota-based company. So how did it start? I mean, you've been in business how many years, did you say? 50. 50 years? 50, yeah. yeah. So how did it how did it all start? So it was actually pretty interesting. So a long time ago, so our founders, uh, Dave and Greg Peterson, uh, it was really Dave Peterson who started this, the brothers, um, and I'm related to them through Mary. Um, and so they started this a very long time ago, uh, always had an interest in nutrition, and it was their mother. Um, and uh, she loved supplements, uh, vitamins at the time. So again, now we're talking 50 years ago. So availability was limited, uh, but always had a, a desire to be healthy and including having a garden and all these other things just to live a, a healthy lifestyle, being active. So that's kind of where it started. And then now Dave out of college um, had an interest uh, driven by, you know, uh, you know business uh, as well. And started in that industry with supplements, and he grew Nutridyne. It was, um, at the time, the business started as more of a device company in 1973. Chiropractic beds, x-ray machines. Um, so that's kind of where it began early on, and supplements were a little side. So it was actually Dave's mom uh, that did the little supplements on the side, and Dave had some of the device. And within a short period of time, and actually at a conference, um, actually, I think the conference was in Duluth, of all places, Minnesota. Um, he was up there, and there's a, a you know some vendor that had some supplements and started a conversation. And so Dave's just like, oh, you know, always had an interest. And so okay, maybe we'll distribute some of these products. And that's kind of where it started. And so he started there shortly thereafter. His brother Greg Peterson came and joined the company. Uh, they're in the early mid twenties at this time, <clears throat> and kind of began that way. So Greg kind of handled the nutrition side. Dave was kind of behind the scenes, kind of more on the device side, and quickly shifted to more nutrition in a really a short period of time. Um, and that's kind of the beginning of where the company started. Wow. So where where are I guess where where is the business now? I mean that's fifty years ago. You're you're now you're. A lot of places. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the interesting thing is, is that when we started representing that line that we were distributing was Nutrition Dynamics. That was the brand. Well, what was happening is after we were selling for a couple of years and Greg and uh, a couple others in our company at the time were you know providing these supplements to doctors. And one of the comments, it's the feedback some doctors have is, oh man, this is really fantastic. And then another comment would be, I don't know, I'm not noticing any improvement, any change. It seemed like this bottle was good and that bottle wasn't good. Or this supplement, I'm, I'm seeing benefit, this, one, this other one I'm not. And so after repeated comments like that, um, they actually, Greg and Dave, you know, out of their own pocket, paid to have that product tested, sent it out to a lab to have it tested. And what they found out on some of the products is that some of them had all kinds of fillers, Nothing dangerous, but just like nothing in it, no actives. And so within a short period of time, they realized that uh, they need to do better, you know? And so that's where it started. Nutrition Dynamics went bankrupt. They purchased the name, condensed names from Nutrition Dynamics to Nutridyne. And from a very early stage, started creating their own formulas based on science, science research, but knowing that they can then control the quality. So that's where it began on this deep desire of, we need to know what's in the product 
right? And, you know, what type of person is going to sell a product that has all types of mystery ingredients? So that's where it began. Now we're talking probably 48, 47 years ago. That's where that kind of began. And so our creation of formulas based on science has always been with quality being at the center of it. Um, number one, this is a given. And having legitimate scientific support to the nutrients and the type of nutrient that can actually have an impact. So that's where it was. Now, fast forward to today, it's those guiding principles that have led us to where we are today. Worldwide company, uh, practitioner exclusive. We only work with our practitioners. Very therapeutic uh, formulations that you have knowledgeable pr healthcare practitioners uh, that know what to do, how to do it, how to use it, when to use it, when not to use it. Um, and so that's where it is today. And again, now, you know, worldwide, and uh, it's an exciting and fun industry. Well, you you made several uh, statements in that in that uh, explanation that I want to uh, kind of branch off of. Um, one of the things that I've noticed, um, your family owned, so that's huge. You know, I'm a family. I'm second generation pharmacist, family business for forty years this year. Um, so I know what that means, and I know the the great pride that you take in in a business like that. Do you find that um, as you're working with um, practitioners out in the field that that's that's kind of a big deal for them? It's huge. It it, it is a big deal. I think like for most of us, right? Um, if we uh, have our neighbor next door and they have a tremendous garden, and they share with you their organic cucumbers or whatever. You love it, you enjoy it, you see the value of that quality. You want to support local people, but you're also supporting somebody else that has something of high quality. You go to a farmer's market and you love it, you enjoy it. You know whose hands were in, in it and working it and the quality that's behind it. And so from a family point of view, we still have that. It's still a driving force for us. And so my cousin, Joel Gabrielson, so he's our COO and, and others, others in the business, many, many others, um, it's every detail. We sweat every detail. We take such pride in what we do. And if there's a comment or something or feedback, we take it deeply personal. Uh, Joel and I talk about it all the time. And mm -hmm. to the point where it's like, all right, I got to shut off my mind here because it's late at night or something. It's like, I'm thinking about something. How can we make this better? How can we you know, help more people? But again, it's a deep desire. Uh, to do it. And so it's never about the money. It's never been about the money for Nutridine. Uh, yes, of course, we have to function as a profitable company. However, you know, we will do anything we possibly can to make sure we have the finest product, but we also have the service and the shipping. We have everything that we can. That's incredible. That's a great story. Um, one of the things that I, I think that I found you not being a corporate type of environment is your ability to kind of be nimble and make, make changes as the science changes. So um, you have a, an incredible chief science officer, Dr. Rick Mayfield, leading the way on these innovation, innovative formulas. So, you know, being able to make those changes quickly and readily to make your product better. And you're always trying to improve that. Can you, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Absolutely. So again, being in this industry, as long as we have uh, a name that a lot of people are familiar with is Dr. Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Bland. And so many view him as kind of the, uh, the, the grandfather of functional nutrition in the industry. And we've had the privilege of knowing Jeff for decades. 
and he's known for his research. And when we continue to branch out and continue to grow, um, and now Dr. Bland is off doing other types of activities, um, where early on he gave a lot of scientific support to our formulations. Um, he said, if you have one person, one person leading your research, one guy, the person you want, of anybody that I know, and I know all these people all over the world, you want Dr. Rick Minkin. That's the guy that you should have. That's the person. Wow. And coincidentally, he was already a friend of ours. <laughs> it happens to be in the Twin Cities. In your well. backyard. Yeah. In our backyard. And yeah. we've known him for many, many years. And so he's a special guy. He's a special guy. He, he researches for hours a day. He gets into the details, um, legit science. And just, it's really amazing. And so I view it as a privilege just to be able to listen to him and interact with him um, with our other science uh, team members as well. And so we have Dr. Mayfield directing things and talking about being nimble is that the, the back in the seventies, like scientific research was, you know, there's less of it, <laughs> right. right? And so there was there, but less of it. And now things have really sped up and there's more um, acknowledgement and acceptance of, wow, these nutrients really can do things. So there's a lot of science now, legitimate, great science with, you know, uh, top research facilities. And so when they say that there's a form of magnesium, that they've done this study, human clinical trials, and this is the form of magnesium that you need to act in your brain or your muscles or something. When we have that science and we have that proof in front of us, we get together and we'll, we'll discuss it. And we're like, do we, are we all in favor? Does this make sense to make this change? The very next lot of a product will now have that change. Wow. We have to. We have no choice in the matter. Right. This is what the science is saying. We have to do it. And, and so we'll make that modification, make that change. And so we do that all the time. Almost some, sometimes we have to kind of rein ourselves in a little bit because uh, <clears throat> we're kind of like kids in a candy shop. <clears throat> so we want to make refinements constantly, um, but we have to be responsible with that too. Anyway, so again, we have Dr. Mayfield who's guiding us and all of his contemporaries and all this research and we funnels it back through to us and on the leadership team. And we just go through and we, you know, is there something that could use an update, something that could use some changes? Is there a new ingredient? Because uh, we're manufacturers reach out to us and they have a trademark ingredient or something that's special. Mm -hmm. They reach out to us and we see what's happening in the industry. So we look at it, we dig into the research, we talk to their scientists, uh, their researchers to see if it's appropriate. So this is kind of the process that goes to making what we call a label. You know, what's the recipe? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you you mentioned um, research in the '70s, and and mm -hmm. I was in in pharmacy school in the mid '80s, and I just recall going to the pharmacy library, you know, trying to find a journal, uh, which journal I had to find the article on, and you know, hunt that thing down, and then pull it out and maybe copy it, if you know, if it wasn't copy and copyright infringement at the time, <laughs> I don't know, but. Um, now it's so accessible. I mean, you can get online, uh, you can go to PubMed, you can find uh, research articles. If you have access to a database, you can pull down the full articles and get those. It's just so much has changed and it's so much easier to get information nowadays, I, I think. so. Without yeah. a doubt. And you know, you don't have to Google too hard. You don't have to look too <laughs> no. deep to find something. But you know, my advice is look at PubMed. You know, mm -hmm. look at some of those different places, legitimate sources, 
yep. and read through that research. Yeah. Because right? there's a lot of websites, a lot of people saying something, and they, that might very well be accurate. Yeah. But you want to make sure there's the support for it. You know, funny story you're talking about digging through that. Greg Peterson, who had recently passed, which is, which is um, you know, a sad moment for our family. Yeah. But yeah. he tells the story of Rick Mayfield when he was in school for his doctorate. He would actually come to our office. We had these file cabinets. There's like eight of them, you know, the four drawer kind of thing. And it was just full of research. Every row. And so early on, I think it was his first year in, for his doctorate, that he asked, can I come out to your uh, facility and, and look and read some of your research? And Greg's like, I've never had anybody request. I've had, never had anybody ask. Me, yeah, come on up. So it was like every Tuesday afternoon for years. He would come out or Wednesdays, whatever it was. And he'd come out and literally just go through the files and read and read and read. <laughs> and he'd just go through it again. He, he just had that interest for it. And that's what happened back in the day. Now that information is a lot more accessible. Yeah, it's great to have him in our in our camp and and doing all that hard work for us. So yeah, for sure. So one of the things that that popped up um, a couple times that you talked about quality. Um, what does that mean in the world of dietary supplements, and what does that mean to patients? And what what is the I mean, what does Nutridyne do to to bring the highest quality products to the marketplace? Yeah. Well, you know, it's not unlike any product that's a consumable product, such as maybe you go to the grocery store, right? You get something, um, a manufacturer's making the bread or whatever product that's out there. They're making whatever, you know, the company is giving. I'd like you to make this. Um, and some of those, the quality of ingredients, we, we can tell the difference, right? And you're going to spend a little bit more for organic. Mm -hmm. um, you know what's going into it. You know it has to uh, reach certain criteria to be viewed or be certified as organic, just as an example. Well, that has the same application to supplements as well. So we can manufacture something with a bunch of fillers, a bunch of garbage. Uh, we can be vague in our labels. We can say proprietary blend. For you. you know, you don't know how much of which nutrient or ingredient is in it. Um, you just don't know. And so with that in mind, when we create our formulas, um, we choose kind of the expensive path of that. We need high quality nutrients that have been tested. Each ingredient has been tested to make sure that is of quality. It's been sourced properly. Um, the form of nutrient that goes into making a formulation. So when we go through that process, you pay for those different tests. So when we're going through that manufacturing process, uh, sometimes when you have a high quality product like ours, you pay a higher cost. Well, that cost is generally dictated by the cost of manufacturing, including testing. Mm -hmm. So we don't, the FDA doesn't require that you test every nutrient, that you test every bottle, every lot. It's, it's not a requirement, but it's a requirement for us. So we put that standard operating procedure, that SOP in place, that then requires us to provide and have proof of quality nutrients, that quality products. So we go back to the original formulation of each ingredient that comes into our facility, manufacturing facility, comes in, <clears throat> excuse me, the that ingredient, the company, the producer has been vetted meaning somebody has been to the farm, has been to the facility mm -hmm. to make sure it's being processed properly, right? There aren't, you know, it's not a peanut facility or whatever it is. 
uh, just the process away from chemicals, whatever. So you go from the actual ingredient, the ingredient is tested before it even comes into our facility. So we know that it has a certificate of analysis saying that this is the nutrient, this is the quality of it, it's been tested for heavy metals, whatever. So that nutrient comes in our facility, right, that we've edited out. We then test it again to make sure that that certificate of analysis um, meets that certificate of analysis coming from the manufacturer or from you know the producer. So now we have this nutrient that is uh, confirmed to be at the quality level that we require. And so that's every nutrient, every lot, every time is tested. And every test costs money. We have to send it out to a lab. We don't do inter inside testing because whatever, someone could have a bad day, <laughs> right? Someone could overlook something, whatever. We actually send it to a company that has their also their process of testing. And so we, that a nutrient or ingredient or product will sit in quarantine until we receive the confirmation of the certificate of analysis saying, yep, it is free of these things. It is of this quality. It's of this nutrient. And then it goes through that manufacturing process, powders, blending, capsules, soft gels, whatever. Then it goes through that process. And then we take that product, goes back in quarantine. We take a bottle out of it, send it back to the lab, and we have that bottle tested. Make sure that the nutrients in it meets the label claim. So you see the label, no proprietary blends. You can see it's got, if it says whatever, 150 micrograms, it's been confirmed to have 150 micrograms. Yeah, we put 150 micrograms into the blending process, but we also confirmed it at the end when we did another test. So all the way through that process, it's a costly process. You get high, high quality nutrients, get all this testing that's involved. Now it's in a facility that it's um, uh, handled properly. And then it's sent to the practitioners for you to be able to offer it to your patients. So yes, there's a higher cost to it, but now you do not have that doubt in your mind. Like, oh, this is so-so. What about the stuff on the internet or somebody sells it out of their trunk or something, whatever. You have no doubt in your mind. You have 100% confidence that the product you have is exactly what you need. Yes, confidence. That's the key word, confidence in the product. Because, um, you know, that was a, a question I was going to pose to you regarding uh, products purchased over the internet. And, you know, back... You mentioned back in the 70s when they were doing their own product testing because they didn't know what was in it, which was incredible. That was their own out of their own pocket. But we just recently had a recall uh, product that came across from the FDA that a honey product had todalafil in it. And for those of you that don't know what todalafil is, that's the generic name for the active ingredient Cialis. So, it, it, you know, it's a great way to start the morning, but maybe that's not what you want to have in, in your honey uh, first thing out of, out of the shoots. But can, can you can you touch on any of, you know, I mean, Internet practices? I mean, I, I just it makes me nervous when people say oh, I got it off the Internet. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is, you know, there's a commercial talks like you can trust everything that's on the Internet. Right. <laughs> No, we, we know that that statement is false. Can you buy some things on the internet that, you know, what we'll talk about in a supplement world? Can, is there a chance that you could buy a supplement, supplement on the internet and it's of decent quality? Sure. Mm -hmm. Is there a chance that you could buy something off the internet that is low quality, hasn't been handled, hasn't been processed, you don't know the, the, the sources of the nutrients? Is that impossible? Without a doubt. So now all you're doing is rolling the dice. For the most part, that's what you're doing. You don't know. And uh, we've had that same thing where we don't allow for third party reselling 
Um, we've had um, plenty of stories where someone has taken somebody else's cheap product and put somebody else's label on and pass it off for their product. They have some printer that can print off a label or whatever, and they can knock something off. And there's been plenty of tests that have been done showing that that product isn't the same product, it's a different thing. And so the reality is, is that you just can't trust it. You just can't. You, you, we, we wouldn't allow it uh, of our own products. Um, and we know for sure through many, many examples that um, there's some people out there that are don't have the, the integrity that, that we do um, and uh, you know, would do something like take advantage of others. So my advice is absolutely stay away from it. Yeah, it's kind of funny because, you know, we when we think about um, supplements and sometimes and oftentimes it's the case that uh, you might take a multivitamin or uh, whatever, you, you know, you oftentimes you're not going to get this like, oh, my gosh, I feel so much better. But we know that underlying that we're getting the nutrients that we need. So you go along 10 years and you're taking an inferior product that you think is going to be good. And you've wasted 10 years of not getting the nutrients that you want in your system because it was inferior and you didn't know because you might not have been able to feel that. So I always, I always talk to our patients about, it's like kind of like buying insurance. It's like, you don't need it until you need it, but you want a good one if you need it. So yeah. So, so that's how I kind of explain a little bit um, to patients as far as quality and and things like that. So um, you mentioned third-party end product testing, which I love that because I like having that outsourced to a company that that's what they do. That's their job is they just test products and there is no bias involved in it. You know, you're going to get the report from them. Um, one of the ones, one of the tests that I think is, is incredible and I'd like you to touch on is that Eurofins test for omega-3 fatty acids. So Eurofins is uh, interesting. It's kind of the gold standard when it comes to omega-3 testing. They test other other things as well and other nutrients, but they kind of, um, you know, kind of received a lot of attention early on as just being this kind of the go-to test for omega-3s. And so when we have our fish oils uh, from our manufacturer, which is kind of a boutique, a smaller operation uh, in uh, off the coast of Norway, um, where it's free from a lot of pollutants and you have this high quality fish, is that our standards for our fish oils is higher than anybody else's. Nobody else requires to have quality at a certain level. So our Eurofins assay, or I'm sorry, on our um, Omega Pure fish oils, each lot has been tested to make sure that there are over 450 different pollutants. So it is free of these pollutants, 450. Everything from mercury to cadmium to PCBs to plasticizers. So it, that list continues to grow that the fish oil is tested to be free of all of those things. So when you have any lot of our fish oil, you know it's free of 450 of the most common and for most of us, you know, uh, chemicals and things that we've never heard of are completely free of them. And so you could say, well, you know, this, the fish oil at this big box store or something online, that's probably whatever, may not be the best, but it's better than nothing. But is it, you know, um, right. you know, for somebody that might have, uh, their body might have a, a challenge uh, getting rid of toxins, heavy metals, perhaps, for whatever reason, maybe it's just a, 
deficiency in one's body. Well, now you're getting a fish oil that might have mercury in it, might have lead, might have something in it. Now you're taking it on a daily basis. And now you're having other health issues all along. Now you've got this additional load of heavy metals in your body or whatever it might be. You know, again, are you willing to roll the dice? Instead, you know, with 100% confidence, my fish oils are free of this. And my supplements are free of that. And at least I know what I'm spending on. I know, I know that I'm doing everything that I can for my Confidence, once again. Yeah. So one of the questions that we receive from patients, and, and uh, this is where I like to sample out the fish oil, because they'll come to me and they'll say, well, you know, fish oil makes me burp. And I burp up fish and I hate that. And why is that, why is that a problem for me? And um, I recall back when I first started taking supplements, probably 15, 17 years ago, I had a salmon oil product that I would burp up every day. And I was like, oh my gosh, but I just would gut it out. But what, why, what are some of the reasons that that could be, um, that they're burping it up? Yeah. Oftentimes. In most cases, it's inferior fish oil. So in almost all cases. So if you have a fish oil and you take a, a razor blade or something like that and you actually cut open the soft gel. Mm -hmm. And if it has a smell, a lot of times it'll smell rancid. It'll smell like it'll smell like fish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if you smell that, you know it's an inferior product. It's been sitting around too long. It's uh, you know, the manufacturer, there's something that uh, that wasn't right. Maybe it was the soft gel around it, the actual encapsulation um, could be the issue. So in most cases, it's inferior quality. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, you'll see products that have um, enteric-coated fish oils. Mm -hmm. Enteric coating is just a kind of a coating that goes around it. And some of those coatings, many of them out there, it's actually a chemical process that they put on this coating. Mm -hmm. And there's some natural coatings as well. But oftentimes, that they add enteric coating to cover up and to kind of counter <laughs> that lower quality fish oil. So in most cases, it's those reasons. It's low quality fish oil uh, that is causing that issue. It's been around, it's been rancid, it's been sitting there, wasn't properly handled. Interior coating, again, is kind of like, well, well, we'll do this just in case to try to reduce that level of complaint. The other part of it is if somebody's burping up their fish oil, sometimes it'd be a gallbladder issue. So if your body can't process fats very well, inefficient for whatever reason, that can also be the, the case. Yeah. And so in that case, you'll need support for gallbladder support. Whether you have one or not, uh, there's still a place for it for breaking down fats. So you're telling me that I took an inferior uh, fish oil for two years and I just kind of wasted Sorry those two that. years. Hey, yeah. <laughs> no, no problem. I'm, I'm good with that. Speaking of... Uh, flavoring and taste, tasting fish oil. Um, you, Your company spends a lot of resources on flavoring. I know that um, when we look at, at the products that you have out there, fruits and greens product. I mean, I I think it's amazing. Is it 10 flavors? 10, yeah, 10 flavors. 10 flavors. 11 now, yeah. yeah, 11 flavors, 11 different flavors. And people flock to that because it's a product that they can take every day. There's a lot of greens products out there that do not taste that good. Can you can you kind of tell what goes into um, flavoring? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, trying to get, you know, I think about fruits and vegetables, love them. Love fruit, 
Love veggies. I do. Do I get enough now? It's just a fact of the matter. Right? We had dinner last night. There's four little pieces of asparagus, um, which were yeah. delightful. But again, it's hard to get the variety, right? To kind of well-rounded, all the different nutrients of veg vegetables, and even if you like them. And there's a lot of people that like one or the other or don't like both. Right? I hate veggies. I just don't eat them, whatever. Or I just have the same salad, or I only eat broccoli or something like that, and that's it. That's beautiful. That's fantastic. But that's only one. So to have the variety of nutrients, it's so important. So important for a balanced diet. So with our fruits and greens, that is exactly what it is. You have all these different fruits and vegetables all together, all at once. You're getting that nice variety, the synergistic impact of all of those. But some of those fruits and vegetables don't necessarily taste great, right? And some of the other products that might be on the market. Uh, let's I'll make the assumption that they're high quality, but if they don't taste good, you're just not going to take it. You just won't. Um, and so with us, we know that that's so important, right? Taste is kind of everything. So we work so hard with a flavoring chemist. And so we go back and forth and literally in their, in their office, it's all these jars of, of you know, um, basically like dehydrated uh, strawberries or whatever it might be. And they're taking a little scoop of this, a little of this, a little of this, a little of this, and they're getting to that place. So we have the base that's giving us the vast majority of, our, of the nutrients or fruits and vegetables. But then we work on flavoring to accomplish the flavor. Pink lemonade, uh, berry, strawberry, kiwi, whatever it is. So it's back and forth, back and forth. And it can take a very, very long time. It can take a year. It can take a year. We had a pro we one of our products is our uh, dynamic cardiometabolic, cardiometabolic disease, powerful, amazing, fantastic blood sugars and cardiovascular disease. But it's got some nutrients in it that our science team is like, based on science, you need 150 milligrams of fenugreek. And so that's what's in the formula. But fenugreek tastes terrible. It's <laughs> absolutely awful. Branched-chain amino acids taste terrible. So you really have to play with that to find the balance to try to cover up that flavor without using chemicals and synthetics. And that's what you get with a lot of products. A lot of beverages you see at a store, it has sucralose. It has other types of things, uh, high fructose corn syrup, other synthetic, that they can accomplish flavors. When we go back to our powders of fruits and greens, it just takes a long time. We'll go back and forth. I think that cardiometabolic, I want to say we had 72 different samples where the the chemist would send us, okay, what do you think of this? And like, ooh, that's rough. And then we'd send it back, how about this? Back and forth, back and forth. Back. It takes a very long time because we refuse to use any type of synthetics. Refuse to use any type of fillers, chemicals, any sort. So what you get are these flavors, natural flavors from fruits and veggies to accomplish it. That's incredible. It's a, the process of going through that. I can't uh, imagine just, you know, getting and tasting and sending back and back and forth. It'd be kind of crazy. Um, I have um, one of our neighbors here, a young man, doesn't like fruits and vegetables. So he came in with his mom and gave him about six samples of different fruits and greens. And they were in the next day for the um, pink lemonade. That's his flavor. He's going to take that now. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so finding finding and uh, meeting the patient where they're at and and what they're able to take and is is a huge part of that. So it is, and I'll, and I'll just kind of uh, tag on to that a little bit. Is we talk about fruits and greens, which are amazing, right? Mm -hmm. This is every everybody every day should be able to mm -hmm. take a serving or two. You know, yep. kids can have it. It's just fruits and vegetables. Um, but on our other formulas as well, our power products, we work really, really, really hard on our products whether it's our GI integrity, GI restore, cardiometabolic, dynamic detox, 
but you have to keep in mind these formulas are therapeutic. When you look at the level of nutrients in each of those formulas, you can tie back to research articles saying that, hey, if you want improved GI function, you need a certain amount of uh, curcumin or you need a certain amount of zinc or something that has that amount in it. So you're getting like, this is like a functional medical food, mm -hmm. but then we make it taste good. Right. That's the challenge. That's that the key. is really the challenge to be able to do that. You can have a great product, but if it doesn't taste good, yeah, people aren't going to take it. Yeah. So um, we're kind of getting towards the end of our visit here, um, but I wanted to have you as the strategy officer at Nutridyne, mm -hmm. obviously start strategizing and yeah. coming up with new ideas and fun, fun directions to take. Where do you see the direction of uh, our supplement industry over the next five to 10 years? Where do you think we're going to head? Somebody told me, and you know, uh, maybe a year or so ago, that by the time research began, so many years ago, research would start on whatever it might be, that it would take 17 years before it kind of became mainstream. Uh, accepted, you know, support, yeah. Kind of I've, accepted. I've heard that too. Yeah. Now it's speeding up. Now the windows dropped about three years. Really? Yeah. So it was seven years, a year or two goes so from 17 to seven, because you're getting, you know, the, the research and the acceptance and the, again, I think it comes back to the acceptance because it has the support and science of more and more healthcare practitioners. So now there's just more science being done and more kind of going into it. And so now it's evolving at a fairly quick pace, which is fantastic, which is exciting, right? For us nutrition nerds, we love it. We get excited. We, we dig into that research. And then we see, wow, what we took 10 years ago was amazing based on what we knew at that time. Now we know that this manufacturing process or this form of this magnesium really is doing amazing things. Now we have the proof. And so for us, it's constantly evolving. So how does that impact one of your patients that's coming in? Is that taking something, you know, that that they're not consulting a healthcare practitioner um, on what's the latest, what does the current science show somebody could be missing out, right? And so for us, when we look at our industry and look at our products, they continue to move it along, which is exciting to us. And we're nimble enough to be able to make those changes as they go, because we want to, we want to help people. Um, so that's where as a patient, you want to make sure you're working with somebody who really gets this, really understands it because they can point you in the direction that's something that's gonna be the most impactful for you. Where does that leave Nutridyne? We view ourselves on the cutting edge because again, we, we just love this. We're passionate about it. We see it on a daily basis. Again, these manufacturers are, are helping us to see certain nutrients, um, a form of a nutrient that is really spectacular. You know, how it's absorbed in our body is at a higher rate than we knew before and whatever it might be. So for us, we're continuing to refine. So we'll make little improvements on a formula, come out with something new, something different. And so for new tonight, we continue to grow at a, a really a, um, an incredible rate. Um, in our industry, um, it's not quite advancing at that speed. And when I look at that, you have well-intentioned people, people trying to do the right thing. And, uh, and I value that, um, but you really have to be agile. You have to con constantly be making improvements and changing 
based on that legitimate science. And so as I see Nuchkai moving forward, uh, you'll continue to see new advancements, new formulas, something really spectacular, something really, um, you know, something that we haven't seen in, in years, maybe even decades. Um, so we have a science team, some of the finest out there, um, whether it's pharmacists, uh, medical docs, chiropractors, uh, naturopathic doctors, nurse practitioners, some of the finest in the industry that are just watching, seeing, hearing, and all that information follows back to us. So we take all of that information and that's how we make our decisions. So my advice, my recommendation, continue to work with you, continue to work with your staff. We had a great conversation early this morning with the staff um, and uh, you know, just continue to work with you to make sure that uh, what they're on and what they're doing and what their needs are, that they're having that open conversation. Oh, that's a great, uh, that's a great way to cap this up. But you know, I, I, uh, you are our salesman or salesperson. Mm -hmm. I guess I don't really think of you as a salesperson. I think of you more of an educator for myself and my staff and um, you're always there for us, which makes it incredible. And, you know, with Nutridine in your hands and Joel's hands and others in, in your group, I feel confident that uh, you're going to be set up for the next 10 to 15 years and we'll see where this thing takes us, huh? Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. And we are, our tagline is partner in health. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, we're, we're a partner with you, yeah. you know, and it's, it goes beyond even the supplement. It's like, all right, what can we do? How can we help? What, what is it that we can do to help people? And uh, I hear some of the stories. One of the things I will say, I'm in a, a privileged position because I get to talk with these uh, accomplished healthcare practitioners that are, are doing these amazing things with their patients. They're helping them. They were in this place and now they're here. They're having these struggles now they're over there and loving life and optimizing their, their lifestyle and, and their family and having that opportunity. I'm in this privileged position that I get to hear all these amazing things. And so for me, it just fires me up. It's like, oh, that's so fantastic. Yeah. That's what keeps you going, right? You see the res results, you know, like we made an impact on that person and on that person and on their family. And that at the end of the day, you can feel good about it. It is. It's, it's a good feeling. And uh, we appreciate uh, your support and the support of Nutridine as well. So so if you've made it this far into the podcast, uh, your reward is 25% off a supplement of your choice, preferably Nutridine. Um, just mention the code Josh Cowder podcast for uh, telephone or in-person orders at the pharmacy and you get 25% off one product. Um, Josh, it's been a pleasure Thank you for uh, taking the time out of your busy schedule. You're a busy guy. I appreciate your time, and um, we'll have to do this again another time. Absolutely. So, it's a privilege. Thank you so much. As always, be vigilant about your health.